the handhold scene around the world, and would you kill your dad? Those are both things we're going to talk about regarding the season finale of Casual Season 2, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Another unrelated song. Such a good one. It's okay. I don't know the words. But <laughs> just dance to it. Just dance. So we have come to the end of season two of Casual. Such Sad. a good season, but it was I'm a good so season. bummed it's over. I am bummed too. And we were supposed to have Tommy. Apologies. You know how the business is. He ended up having to work, so we weren't able to have him come on this time. But we will plan something with him, definitely for season three. For sure. He's down to come back at some yeah. point, so we'll make sure. So for tonight, I am your host, Abby Vega. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at underscore Abby Vega. And holding it down with me, of course, is my girl, Renee. It's just us two again. Where can they find you? <laughs> hey, guys, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Renee Ariel. And make sure to check out my blog. It's catslipstickla.com. Add your email list. It's launching soon. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we are here. We are, it's season two. I always get that so messed up. I'm like, <laughs> season two, you? episode 13, the finale, The Great Unknown. And I actually was surprised at how much they, like, closed off and were able to accomplish in this episode. I know. I wasn't expecting it to be so contained. Like, it was all really in the house or at the drugstore. I don't think we went anywhere else. And then, like, for a brief moment when Alex went to go see Jennifer. But, like, it was very contained. It was. But dramatic. (laughs) Yeah, we got, like, a lot of answers and a lot of situations kind of... I, I can't think of the word... Um, conclusions kind oh, of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. T- loose ends were tied up. But like you said, it wasn't, it was very like laid back and a calm ending, which was, I liked, yeah. but I wasn't expecting it. Me neither. I was not expecting, I mean, like the dad died and I feel like that was like the most realistic, calm way of doing it. Yeah. Like yeah, I knew it was, yeah, we'll let's dive into, into that. that. <laughs> okay, so the end of last episode, we have the ambulance and the, EMT showing up to the house and they're like, oh no, like they wanted no part of it. So that's how it starts off them kind of avoiding going down to their dad who's on this cot in the middle of the living room. (laughs) And they were just, you know, completely ignoring it. And then they finally go down and talk to him. And I like how he said, I'm dying. And Alex's first reaction is BS, you know, like he's like, there's no way. And the way that their dad, do you know the dad's name? No. I can't remember the dad's name. That's so bad. He's barely in it. That's why I can't remember. I can remember. look it up. Yeah, if you want to look it up. So he says that he's going to euthanize himself <laughs> that night. So casual. That's what I said. I go, that was, <laughs> no pun intended, yeah. so casually mentioning. <laughs> like He's going to kill I'm himself, gonna... wants to kill himself because he's dying anyways. But like, oh my gosh. It was such an interesting topic I thought to put in the show because we've talked about this show it's like it's a very dark comedy so they do touch on issues that are happening which is what I enjoy about this show yeah and so it was a different way of dealing with it because they did make it so casual and matter of fact his name is Fred okay Fred (laughs) Fred so what did you think about the way how they did that how it was so just kind of almost not a big deal at all I love that They, I mean, these characters are in denial always, and nothing really hits them, so I love the way that they did it, because it didn't even feel like they were 
poisoning the dad at the time. Like, it didn't seem like this was going to kill him. They made jokes about it. It was so lighthearted. But I love that as soon as he did pass away, it, like, you see it hit them. And you really see it hit them. Not, like, super dramatic. Just you see the emotions in their eyes. And I love the way they did that. Yeah. So let's, let's take it step by step with the dad. Because that was obviously the main thing. So... Obviously, at first, they don't even want to talk to him. No. But let's talk about that little interaction because... So Val and Laura leave the house to do other things, and we'll get back to that. But we have Alex go down to talk to him, and he gives him that that photo album. Yeah. And Alex had a weird reaction. What did you think about that? I thought that they were going to have a moment when he first picked it up, and then he got pissed. And I, I... I understand that reaction more, especially with just Alex as a character. But, like, when he was picking it up, I didn't expect that moment to turn out that way. But it makes sense. Alex has so much anger inside, like, towards his parents that that makes the most sense for that scene. Yeah, I found that, like, in this episode, a lot of my notes are just, like, quotes of of lines that certain characters said to the other that I felt kind of pulled it together. So for that one, I was... He called Jennifer after he gave him the album. Because I think the album kind of... Like, it both made him mad that his dad thought that I was going to make him make everything okay. And then also, I think, made him sad. Yeah. You know, like, he's about to die now and I have, like, this awful relationship, whatever. Because what what does he say to Jennifer? What if I'm not ready for him to die? I'm not ready to kill him yet. Yeah. And that's still just kind of another, like, Alex, you know, that I'm not ready to kill him yet. But he's, I don't know, for a second I thought that he was going to maybe be like, you can't do this. I know. Did you? Uh, Yeah, well... Any one of these characters, I thought someone would say something and no one did, and they just let him make his own decision. They were all sitting there with the, with all of the pills. I thought that scene was hysterical. I know. That was, that was another thing. So, well, Alex also has this big blow up, which I, I love seeing the side of Alex oh, when he too. finally breaks down and he said, you know, I'm lonely. I'm lonely and sad because we've said that from the beginning. We're like, yeah. Alex is just lonely and that's why he is how he is. Like, he needs someone for him and that's why it was so heartbreaking and hard for him when Val slept with his girlfriend because yeah. that was Emmy he was I mean, actually anyone. opening up to but he's like I'm lonely I'm lonely and sad because of what you taught me and how you raised me oh my gosh that I, that um scene with the two uh characters it that killed me like Alex yeah. and his dad just the the zoom in on like Alex's face I mean, there was so much, honestly, there was so much emotions in this episode, and that one scene killed me, that one, and then the very end, like, I, great job to Tommy Dewey, but it was just a heartbreaking scene, because for once, we see this character be vulnerable, and admit things that we didn't even know he was aware of, you know? I know, that's what I liked about this episode, is there were a lot of raw emotions, because usually, because I would say this episode as a whole was lacking more of, like, the comedic stuff oh yeah it was definitely more of a serious um episode and the emotions were so raw and they weren't overdone at all they were very realistic and believable and so I really really liked that scene because Tommy in as Alex usually he does cover the feelings with comedic stuff which we love and is always hilarious Mm -hmm. but this it was really really cool to see those just really really raw emotions yeah so I liked that a lot and that kind of brought the dad to say something because we always talk about Alex and Val's relationship. And I loved this line from the from Fred. It said, you and your sister have each other. That's a real love. That's more than some people ever get. 
Yeah. And I think that embodies their relationship. Oh, completely. 100%. And it's so crazy because, like, they, they're both kind of lonely, but they really only have each other, so it's such a codependent relationship. And hearing it just from the dad, and then I think Alex took that in, too, it's just... It's a revelation, honestly. That's what I think it was. I think him hearing that, it, it made him, I think, get a different perspective on why yeah. him and Val are how they are. And I think, like I said, I think that was just, like, a really cool line. It's like, what you two have is real love. You know, like, maybe you don't have that with me and your mom. Kind of, like, it, I yeah. took that as an implied thing. But you two, what you have is real. That's, like, love. That's a relationship. And most people go a lifetime without having any sort of relationship like that so i thought it was pretty cool to hear though from your dad it is weird (laughs) it is isn't that weird (laughs) but they just have such a weird relationship that's like it's to be expected yeah and you you can so i mean we've gotten previews of their relationship with their dad but i think this episode even though there was not that much conversation or like depth to the conversation aside from like alex and his father you can really feel out the relationship between the kids and their dad this episode, I think more so than anyone we've had so far. Yeah, and so the last thing with the dad kind of, since you said Alex is pretty much, Laura has a couple interactions that we'll talk about, but it's just him. So at the end, they're all emptying the pills that he's going to, you know, euthanize himself with. Yeah. And they're all just, yeah, they're all, it's almost like a, a weird, it's so the dynamic of these three. Like, Mm -hmm. this big thing is happening, and they're acting like it's no big deal, and they're all doing it together. It's almost like when they're all talking about sexual encounters. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, just done, like, nothing's really happened. We're just talking about, like, brunch talk. Like, like you really, they make it so casual. Yeah. I hate saying it, because it's like, I'm not trying to be stupid. Yeah, that's the show. Like, it makes so much sense why it's called casual. And I love, I love, like, that Alex, like, was going to, like, pretend to drink it. The dad's actually going to drink that. They're like, ha Like, they find humor in such a dark matter. I know. And they're like, the last one, who wants to do it? Yeah. You know, like, it's a game, and this person gets the prize of doing the last one. So, obviously, he ends up, you know, they go, you don't have to do it. And at this point, I thought that one of them, when he had the water, I thought someone was be like, no, don't do it. Yeah. But they let him do it, which, yeah. you know, ends up. Them ordering Chinese because they go, how long does it take? They're like for a bigger man, it can yeah, take up to forty eight hours. Point, they're like, oh gosh, and then they're like, do you want food? He's like, I could do Chinese. Which I I actually really liked how they did that. They, Me too. It was just calm, you know. It was kind of like his last, their last memories together would just be them as a family, just calm, just eating Chinese takeout, just being who they are. Yeah, and it also shows, I mean, this is, like, their father figure, and to see how he acts when he's died, like, he really contains, all of his emotions are, like, inside, if he has any, but I presume he does, because he's dying, and he's so chill about it and doesn't talk about it, and these characters don't really talk about their problems and keep it very self-contained as well. Yeah, they definitely don't, so, so obviously it ends, and he, he dies, and like you said, that last scene... And we get the, the handhold. Hand <laughs> it happened. We have been waiting, and I knew it was going to happen. Oh, yeah. I knew it was going to happen. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, but you should. <laughs> you should. Season finale of season one ends with Val and Alex holding hands at the wedding of their parents. And I think it's very interesting that the wedding of their parents and then now the second time they do it is when their dad dies. I know. 
Oh my gosh! I, but honestly, I was. But they didn't even hold hands at the wedding. They were that was going to, and yeah. then she went away. But this time, they actually held hands because this was something they were something that hit them harder than their parents' weddings. It's their father's death. And I also think it's very, very interesting that season one, episode one, dreaming about the death of his father. And then I now about that. his dad dies and their dad dies in season two finale. So it's almost, I want, I uh, can only assume I could be wrong and I'm curious to what other people think, but that they, that's just a big foreshadowing that I kind of just took as something just like a daddy issue dream. Yeah. Yeah. But I maybe it was a foreshadowing to set up this whole season. That's what insane. do you think? I think that they definitely planned that out for sure because I mean, I don't think they would just put that in there. I'm sure they had a plan for, like, season two, well, we could have the dad die. And then just seeing the different reactions from the dream as opposed to what actually would happen in real life. And it's crazy, the difference, because I believe um, in the dream, they were not upset about it. No, they were, like, talking at the funeral. Yeah, they were fine with it. They were, like, cool about it. And then come, let's go to real life. When it actually happens, it's a completely different reaction. And I love the way that they did that. I love that we get to see both sides. And another thing with their reaction is, yes, it was very, you saw the flood of emotion to their face. But at the same time, I think that it was perfectly done because they weren't overly emotional, which I think is way more believable considering the relationship they had. Yeah. You know, they weren't over there talking to him the whole time with his last moments. It was Laura over there. They were talking to each other. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is so fitting for the relationship that they had with their parents. Yeah. I mean, they weren't close to their parents. So even though that they're, they're going to be there for his dad when he's passing away, obviously, but they don't have a relationship. They're not going to fake that relationship for the last few hours he has. So it's just the, the genuine reaction is what I think matters. Yeah. And I, yeah, I thought they did that absolutely perfectly. And I thought it, it fit well to everyone's characters. Yeah. Oh yeah. And 100%. like no one was out of character in the way they acted in any part of that. So let's talk a little bit about Val and Leon together this yeah. episode. First of all, I, I really liked the line um, that that Leon's, Val says to Leon, you're a good friend, Leon. I don't know how you put up with us. I love that Because has everyone not been thinking that the entire right? time? <laughs> right, finally someone said it aloud, and I love his answer, too. And I, oh my gosh, that whole scene with Val and Leon, because we never see Val and Leon really interact, mm-hmm. so finally, after all this time, I loved it. I know, I liked, I liked that scene with them in the car and stuff, because yeah. she's like, you remember when we first met? Yeah. Because it's almost... It's almost about time that they had some sort of conversation like yeah, that because bringing up the like, reason the like the, the way that he is still so around all the time all the time after the way that Alex and him met I think it's hilarious and so I love that they had this moment oh yeah me too I'm so happy it finally happened I'm so happy they got to talk and I'm so happy they broke the ice like they didn't like avoid the topic of how they met an awkward situation I mean that is an awkward yes, situation very awkward that was in like the worst like state of her life in this ep- in this uh series like that when we first see her she's yeah. broken she's trying to date she's trying oh well, but when i say i don't care and like in the worst and now she's doing pretty good and so it's nice to see her like opening up to leon about it and just making like cracking jokes it was and i i like too how she talked about uh her relationship with drew and how she liked being married 
to him, not necessarily because it was like the best feeling, but because it was, what'd she say? Familiar Familiar. or like comfortable or she said something. And right when she started talking with Leanne about this, in my head, I go, okay, good. She's not going to go back to him. Yeah, I'm so happy she I was, didn't. I was so concerned. I was happy about that. So that obviously we we find out for sure that she's not going back with him when Alex Alex goes, oh, you're yeah. not going to go back to Drew. And she goes, no. And he just goes, okay. I know. I love that I moment. love that. And so quick. Like, what it it didn't need a discussion. It was just one question. And they were both content. I loved that that scene because uh, that was right before he passed away and I love that little interaction before um, he Fred actually died was when he said that he goes you're not going to go back with Drew and she goes no and he goes okay and then she goes but I think I need to get out of here and he's yeah like, at, th- at this point I was so happy because we at first thought Spencer's death was going to bring them together and get mm-hmm. them back on track and it was it ended up being the death of their father yeah and I I love the way that this all went down and I think it's it is time for her so time for her to get out of there they need their space they're too codependent and living under the same roof just creates more drama and they just need to like have some space and I think this season set it up perfectly to show that Val is actually ready to go yeah. on her own I think they I needed this that. season of her still living at Alex's but having her own life and being able to do things on her own to set it up where she can you know confidently move out yeah no I totally totally agree and I can't wait to see what she's like on her own I know I'm very excited (laughs) about that so now let's talk about Laura oh Laura Laura we okay so I, here's another quote that I wrote down because I wrote down all quotes. I was prepared for death, but I didn't think it'd be yours when she's talking to Fred. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, you don't seem, you know, happy that you're, she calls him a boyfriend and then kind of like yeah. second guesses it, that he is not going to die. And we we predicted that she was going to kind of be a little yeah. standoffish. And like kind of ghosted him, but then didn't because he, he did end up coming to help her. But that conver- that conversation they had, how weird was that? So uncomfortable, I, but so real. If you have issues with like dealing with break, like anyone that has trouble with breakups, I mean, this is what it's like. But I do love that she did kind of, I mean, terribly, but did kind of explain like how she was feeling in such a simple like one question. I know, and I love the character of Spencer. Oh my gosh, he's me so too. cute. Like so, in Renzi, after meeting him, I'm like, I love this guy even more. Yeah. So. That happened, and obviously, spoiler, at the end of the... Well, let's, let's, let's talk about Laura and Val's conversation let's talk first. Let's Laura and Val. I love this, because you never see Val really being, like, a mom. Yeah, she was, like, playing with her hair, and you're like, this is such a rare thing I, to see. I loved this, because we kept... We always say, too, we're like, when is she just going to be a, a straight-up parent? Yeah. And I can honestly see myself just, like, laying with my mom, talking about a boy problem or something. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a bad day, just, like, exactly like this. So I love this moment, and... So Laura's kind of talking about Spencer, and Val actually says something about Drew... And I love Laura's line here. Because I think this is kind of what set Val completely off the Drew train. Is she goes, Mom, you tried as hard as you could. Yep. And then she was like, I wasn't, I wasn't miserable. And she's like, I heard you every night crying in the bathroom when you thought we didn't hear you. Oh my gosh, that. And then it hit her. She's like, Oh, maybe I wasn't happy. Maybe I shouldn't go back to him just because he's familiar. And I think, yeah, and I I think that line when she says you tried as hard as you could, I think that is something that Val really needed to hear. Oh, yeah. I think she needed to know that Laura knew that. 
Oh, 100%. And Laura had a definitely big influence because, okay, in like a, a parent separation and divorce, the one person that usually, or people that usually want you to get back together are the kids. Like the kids want that. They want the yeah. like, parents together. So if your kid is even being like, no, you need to do better than that. He's not making you happy. He wasn't making you happy. You can't do anything else. It That should be like a huge red flag. Yeah. I So I thought that was really good. And then... <laughs> This is kind of messed up. Oh, gosh. When she goes, what did she say? Laura's like, Mom, I think I wanted him to die. Yeah. And he was so messed up, but so honest so that honest. I loved it. Me too. Because it's such an uncommon... This whole conversation with her and Spencer, it's so uncomfortable because... He was the perfect relationship with her for someone that's so emotionally unavailable and does not want to commit to someone. So she found someone who's dying. She can say all she wants, I don't want you to die. Because it's part of it. It's part of the, like, relationship. And then as soon as she finds out, oh my gosh, this could be forever, she's out. I know. And I, I thought it was, I liked too, Val kind of gave her the advice, you know, the, like, what did, what did they, it was something Laura was saying, like, you know, or you could go the traditional route and find all their flaws and find out what you don't like about them. And Val, I forget the exact words, but Val said something that I think kind of clicked with Laura then. Yeah. Because then you see at the end, Laura she, leaves movies on Spencer's door saying for the next movie marathon. Yeah. So which surprised me. Our, it surprised me too, but I'm happy. So that means there's a chance that we're going to see Spencer in season three. I hope we see Spencer I, in season I three. I think that we're going to have to. But I hope they don't just like, get back together immediately because, I don't know, Laura just seems so... Well, maybe the the dad's de- or the grandpa's death for her did really shake her. And she did realize, oh, when someone dies, this isn't a pleasant relief. Like, maybe I do want him to be alive and date him. I don't know. Maybe she had a revelation from that. But... I want the relationship to kind of be realistic still. I don't want them to just, like, get right back together. Yeah. I know. I think, like we said, we said that there was going to be something in this season that brings everyone together and has everyone realizing, like, whoa, my problems aren't the biggest problems in the world. And I think it's cool that it was their dad who we don't really see much of and they have such a bad relationship with, but he's the one who kind of snapped them all out of it. Yeah, in such a, like, low-key way. Yes. It's so crazy. But it worked. It worked. People are moving on with their lives. I did find it so funny at the end that Leon was walking into the house with Val and yeah, Laura. Yeah, I got, like, this weird vibe that, like, Val and Leon were dating. Me too, because okay. I get, like, he would be helping them, but wouldn't he be in the moving van, like, getting stuff ready as opposed to walking it in with them like, like they're all together? Wouldn't it be, like, Alex and him helping? Yeah. I was a little confused. Yeah, I was so confused when that happened. I'm like, are they together? I mean, they did have kind of, like, a flirty, playful yes. interaction, but, I mean, girl, how long has it been? <laughs> I know. I was a, I was honestly a little confused by that so I guess we'll just have to see with that so that's how the episode ends I guess the season ends with Alex going to Jennifer and I like the relationship they've formed me too it seems to be a healthy to me right now it seems like a platonic healthy friendship I think it's gonna get unhealthy you think oh for sure oh no because he this is finally someone else he can kind of depend on and I think that's a dangerous especially because she's like a beautiful young woman like that's dangerous that's a recipe for disaster with Alex he's not just magically healed and like likes people he should be into he's screwed up he is screwed up. Um, and then obviously we see the uh, them walking into their new house, which yeah, is happy. So finally. before we get into predictions, I just had like, since it's the finale, I just wanted to ask. So of the 
top of the main three characters, Val, Alex, and Laura, this season, who was your favorite to follow? I'm going to be, I'm, this is a surprise, I think, but Val. I loved seeing Val chill out. Like, I loved seeing her be happy and have fun and be less uptight and, like, kind of explore dating. I thought she was so funny this season, and I just loved watching her, like, grow. <laughs> I was the same way. I was going to say Val was my favorite as because I think saw her, that coming right? I know weird because <laughs> we I think like, like the first two episodes I was still like Val yeah, is annoying Val. <laughs> but this I liked seeing her progression throughout um my next question is of all the new characters that were introduced whether they were just guest stars or had a an arc who was your favorite new character this season like entertainment wise or just your new per- favorite new personality Okay, this is... Because there were a lot. There were a lot, but I'm going to be real with you, and I'll explain why. Harry. Because I thought him and Val's date was so funny, and I liked to watch it because it was so awkward at first, and I love watching awkward first dates. That's, like, my jam. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I really liked his character because I just thought he was funny, and I love that he was always kind of, like, in the back of people's minds, especially Jennifer. I just thought he was, like, a funny character to be there because, like, why is Harry even involved in these people's lives? Because Jennifer's like, date him, date him. I thought he was funny. I don't know why. I enjoyed Fallon, right? Fallon! Oh, my gosh, she was so funny. I thought she was just such an interesting thing to put in there. forgot about her. Because if it wasn't for her, a lot of Alex's spiral would not have happened. So I thought she was a very, even though she was only in it, a like little bit, episodes, like two three or three episodes. episodes. I thought that character was so. I love Britt Robertson, so but she's so I think that that was just such a pivotal role. Yeah, and like looking back on it, like none of Alex's downfalls. He wouldn't have gotten back together with Sarah. Sarah, he wouldn't have lost Snooger. Nope. So I thought I thought she was a very interesting addition, and yeah. I like how that twisted in a way that I didn't think it was. Yeah, I love that the one episode we're starting to figure out that they're, like, using each other. Yes. I thought that was hysterical. I love that they threw that in there. I love that, too. And then, so, okay, last question before predictions. Favorite, it doesn't have to be romantic. It could be between, like, siblings, anything. Favorite relationship to see oh. on screen this this season? Um, Valerie and Jack, even though I didn't love their relationship, like, for what it not for what it was, but I didn't like, I don't want the relationship to go anywhere because I didn't think he was good for her. I loved watching the relationship on screen and seeing how, like, teen movie it kind of was. Like, they're, like, living in a hotel and he was yeah. making her live, like, wildly and he was trying really hard. Like, I loved seeing that dynamic. I think that mine, I, re- I really liked Spencer and Laura. It I was them too. And I kind of liked when Aubrey was in the mix. Aubrey even though she was so weird. Like, she was weird. But I liked that dynamic. And I liked the, the effect that Spencer has on Laura. Even yeah. though she kind of second-guessed it, I think he really does kind of... He gets her, oh, I yeah. think. Oh, yeah. I think he does, too. And so she- I like that. And I really hope that he's in the next season. Me, too. With that being said, let's make our predictions for season three. And now... You're after Buzz TV. TV. All right, what do you think, Renee? Okay, so I think season two, I am sensing a little bit of um, Val and Leon action. I don't season know how three. it's going to Season three. <laughs> We're in the third season, season next. Season three. I, I'm seeing some connection with them, and I'm seeing Alex uh, getting back into the dating world, but hopefully dating in a more healthy way. Rather than serial dating 
or serial monogamy. I think he's going to kind of just date around, but try to have positive, um, uh, healthy motives. Okay. I think with Alex, actually, so this season, I think we saw way more, like, positive progression with Val and Laura's characters. Alex had, I think, the hardest time this season. Oh, yeah. By far. I actually think that after finally seeing him break down to Fred about how he's lonely and him kind of having the revelation about him and Val's relationship, I actually see him maybe having a good, strong romantic relationship next season. And I I I also see him becoming maybe a little more aware of his friendship with Leon. Oh, I would like that as well. And him not being so self-absorbed and, like, one-sided in the friendship. Friendship. I think he really loves Leon as a friend and cares about Leon so much. I don't think he realizes how, like, selfish he is in the relationship. All the time. And then I'd also, just as a whole, this, I guess, isn't a prediction, I I would like to see Leon more. I love him. I think he's such a great, like, balancing character and a good moral compass for all the characters. So nice. I guess my last one is I definitely think that we'll see Spencer, and I hope, like, I think we've said this a lot, I want to see Laura have just, like, a, f- a friend, too. Yeah. Like, Spencer is good. Girl. It's good for her to have a, a boyfriend, but I'd like to see her, because Aubrey, that didn't work out, <laughs> clearly. I hope Laura just gets a friend. Me, too. Yeah, I'd and like I, to see that. Is that it? I think that's it. Oh, my god! That is the end of our after show for Casual Season 2 on Hulu. If you haven't watched it all, you can binge watch the entire series and now. And then our after show. And you should <laughs> because this show is amazing. So good. It is renewed for Season 3. They should be shooting that soon. If you want to keep the conversation going, making make sure to follow us all on AfterBuzz TV. Subscribe on YouTube, on iTunes. Give us a thumbs up up rate us comment i want to know your predictions and if you want to keep talking with me my name is abby vega you can find me on twitter and on instagram at underscore abby vega renee where can they find you hey guys i'm renee ariel and you can find me on instagram and on twitter and make sure you check out my new blog catslipstickla.com add your email and it will be launching soon Woo-hoo. everyone do that thank you so much Thanks. for watching this season bye From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.